Welcome to the Blue Zoo, a podcast all about life at the United States Air Force Academy. If you're interested in attending the Academy, or you know someone who is, be sure to check out www.academyadmissions.com. I'm Ryan. And I'm Reese. And we are the hosts of the Blue Zoo. On today's episode, we met with Cadet First Class TJ Fumagalli. TJ is an Air Force Academy women's tennis player and a pretty good one of that, right, Ryan? Yeah, TJ's got actually a, a really exciting uh, history of tennis at the Academy. Her freshman year, a part of, uh, she was a part of the first ever nationally ranked doubles team at the Academy. Her sophomore year, she became the first player at the Academy at the Division I level to earn a national ranking in both singles and doubles. Her junior year, she was the MVP and team captain, as well as going 31-3 and in singles and 31-7 and in doubles. Senior year, she's still winning titles, and she's been declared the most winningest tennis player in Air Force history ever. That means she has the most wins. That is correct. The most dubs. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I've, I've never heard of a, I mean, since I've been here, a more successful, you know, athlete. No, she's definitely been talked up a lot, uh, and, and that's because of her many accomplishments. Uh, on today's episode, we talked to TJ about what it's like to be an IC at the Academy, an inner uh, collegiate athlete, and uh, we actually didn't talk about tennis as much. No, yeah, that was interesting that uh, the more we got into it, we realized that um, we want to talk about, oh, TJ, you know, what's your, what's your records? She's like, uh, yeah, I really don't know. I don't, like, keep track of those. Yeah, so, well, anyway, that's all in the episode. So, without further ado, here is TJ Fumagalli. Why did I come to the Academy? Oh, gosh, that's like the golden question I'm always getting. Um, You're always asking yourself. I'm always asking myself that, too, because <laughs> honestly, I think I came because my family knew nothing about the military, the Air Force Academy, any of the service academies, right? And my brother got recruited to play tennis here, and we were all so confused when he committed here. We were like, so he's going into the Air Force? Like, we did not know anything what it was about. Which is kind of sad. I wish even people from my hometown still are confused with the concept of the Air Force Academy. I wish like yeah. they branched out more, maybe just more in my area where I was from in Texas. But um, so basically, he was recruited, and then he was a senior when I was a freshman in high school. So I'm going through the recruiting process. I'm also a tennis player, and um, Coach Gidley, who's my head coach right now, still my coach. She she recruited me a lot just because Lucas went there, and then I. Wasn't going to go there. I was sad. I was completely sure. I'm like, I'm not going into the Air Force. I'm not doing this, this junk, this business. Yeah. I don't know. Like, they're going to make me do combat and stuff. That's, like, what I thought of. But, And then I went on a recruiting trip, and I visited my brother a few times, and I honestly, like, I, I kind of fell in love. I, I don't really know how to describe that. Um, just like the other universities I went to and, like, was recruited by, I just didn't feel very not homey, wasn't integrated. They didn't really care much about, like, academics and, like, you as a person and um, just the teammates and the team and even just the people I met in the dorms when I stayed in the dorms as a senior in high school. I just kind of kind of chose it. Everybody was confused. My friends, like I say, still think I'm in Afghanistan or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, brother okay. in tennis. So I, I remember being in high school and I told people that I, I wanted to go to the academy and I was going to the academy. <laughs> and, uh, and like you said, nobody knows what that is. They're just like, oh, it's the Air Force. So people would start telling me stories about uh, their enlisted friends or like family members who yeah, were you know, out, <laughs> out in the force. And it's like, yeah, I, I am in the Air Force, but I definitely don't know these people. I, I don't have the same experiences as them. Yeah, uh, it, sure. It's different. Um, yeah, I didn't actually know what the difference was between an enlisted, uh, uh, enlisted and officer. So I didn't understand mm -hmm, that delineation. Yeah. And I didn't understand that you came to school here to be an officer. 
and then you led enlisted people when you came out of here. So that was yeah, that I, was kind of a concept. There's a very big lapse of knowledge with, when it comes to service academies. Absolutely. Like I still don't think most of my friends know. They kind of have a better idea now, but they were like, "Are you like going into the military? Or are you going to college?" Mm-hmm. Like even the guidance counselors at my school are like, have, "Well, have you thought about going to college?" I was like, "I, I am going to college." Like <laughs> they told them I was going into the military. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely like a big gap in the knowledge, especially like I live in a small town. Um, there's no military there. So mm-hmm. that's even, even, even they're like, well, like West Point, like, is that what that is? Like, yes, but for the Air Force. Yeah. So I, um, even I lived in, I lived, I'm from New Braunfels, Texas, which is like near San Antonio, which has Laughlin and Randolph, like two of the biggest Air Force um, yeah. bases in the country. And I still, it's kind of nuts how I didn't know about it. Um, we have a JR, JRO, well, how do you say that? J-R-O-T-C. Yeah, that's J-R-O-T-C, if you will. So many yeah. acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> um, we even had that at my school, and I still don't understand it. And um, when people from J-R-O-T-C found out that I was um, going to the Air Force Academy, a bunch of people approached me. And it just kind of goes to show, like, I I think there should be more knowledge pushed out. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have known more about it. Obviously, like, I don't regret coming here. I'm so happy I'm here. And I'm glad I learned everything I did. But um, I think it would be useful to, like, high schoolers and people being recruited by the academy to have more knowledge about it. That must have been really weird uh, having like JROTC people who were were essentially training to join one of the services Mm -hmm. approach you and be like hey this is this is like my field and you're in it Uh, like did you have any people at your school who were planning on going to the academy? I had there was actually a couple people that told me they applied and just didn't get in so um, I guess that's a should have been a humbling factor for me, just like, wow, I knew nothing about it. I kind of felt bad in the sense that maybe I didn't deserve to come here. But um, I think everyone has their reasons, and everyone's supposed to be where they're supposed to be. So, um, yeah, I did have a couple people approach me about the application process. So I did explain yeah. that because I was a master at that by the end of that. Yeah. Sure y'all understand. That's, yeah, that that's was, brutal. <laughs> that was It was brutal. But, um, uh, TJ, you're actually the first intercollegiate athlete, uh, Division One athlete, that we've had on the show. So um, that's cool. But I wanted to ask you about the recruiting process and kind of what that looks like when you were in high school, because I don't know anything about that. I'm not a recruit mm-hmm. athlete. And Ryan, you're not either, right? Yeah, I'm not either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, the only the biggest difference between like my application process and yours is that uh, the coach from the team kind of came up to me and was telling me about it and talking it up to me, whereas I'm sure you guys maybe heard about it from an outside source and then applied. Right. Um. So I think the biggest difference is um, you commit to a school. That's what, like, intercollegiate athletes from other schools do. But you can't actually commit to the Air Force Academy because there's no scholarships because we're all in scholarship. So basically she kind of um, wanted that verbal commitment that I was wanted to go to school there. And from there, my coach kind of helped me with the application process. So that's kind of how it rolled. Um, similar to you guys, instead I had somebody helping me out, which was my coach. So, okay. Mm-hmm. What other schools were – we're reaching out to you. <laughs> um, I went on a visit to the University of Nebraska, which is awkward because we play them every year. Because I, <laughs> I actually verbaled, verbally committed to Nebraska on my visit to Nebraska a week before I went to my Air Force visit. And I had to call the Nebraska coach and I told him. I remember I was crying. I was just like, I didn't know if I was making the right decision. But like something in my heart was telling me Air Force, Air Force. So I had to decommit there. So that's kind of the story I like to tell because <laughs> I see him every year now because he's still the head <laughs> coach there. Um, he's very nice about it, though. He gives me a hug, and he congratulates me because 
I've never lost to a Nebraska women's tennis player. Just, oh, just for the record. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe a chip on my shoulder. But I guess yeah. it would be the opposite for him. I don't know. So yeah. there, there's that. And then there was, like, a lot of other schools you, I talked to here and there. But that was, that's, like, my big main story right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So going from not really knowing much about the Air Force Academy, getting recruited, and then showing up here, um, kind of like, what, what was that like, that transition? Because, you, like you said, you're not really in a military family. Oh, yeah. It was... Um, it was quite like my brother. He was very good about not telling me anything <laughs> about anything. Like he, I think he because he, he was that. also Air Force. Exactly. Right? He wanted me to experience it myself. Like he want he didn't want to give me advice or opinions. He wanted me to go through what he went through. Which I, I was so angry at him during basic. I remember thinking in my head it's like he never told me any of this was happening, and. Um, it's it's kind of one of the basic is as you guys know is one of those experiences that you can't really explain unless you've been through it. So I'm actually looking back on it now. I'm happy he didn't tell me anything because yeah, you you got to go through the hardships on your own and then you find your own way to um, to get through it. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and I think I we forgot to mention this too, but. Um, when we say basic, we mean basic cadet training. Oh, yes, so, yes. Right. Yeah, I know we, we haven't really touched, touched on that. We've never addressed that, no. Yeah, so when you apply to the Air Force Academy, you get in. Um, the summer before your freshman year, you come to the Air Force Academy and do a, a six-week, It's about, or is it eight? Uh, six weeks. It's like it's yeah, six, six. six weeks total before you start school of training three feels weeks. Like eight. Yeah, it feels like <laughs> it feels like forever. <laughs> but you do three weeks. Uh, we call on the hill at the academy's campus, and you do three weeks in Jack's Valley, which is also on base, but you stay kind of like in a big tent and do kind of military training and practices outside. Yeah, so it it, it is different from uh, from airman basic training uh, out in the in the Air Force uh, because it's all self-contained and we all run our own program. All of the 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 people who came to the academy and became cadets are the ones running leading it and running the program instead of, you know, MTIs and and people you've never met before. These are mm-hmm. people you're going to be living with for the next 4 years yeah. essentially. Yeah. So like Ryan was saying the MTIs, um, the military training instructors at Lackland Air Force Base that run the enlisted um, BMT basic military training um, is different from the cadet side where basic training at the academy is run completely by cadets. And have you worked basic training before? I have. I worked as a I worked as a junior and then a rising senior as well. So um, I okay. actually my as a rising junior you become what's called an element leader, where um, you have an, a flight commander who's in charge of you, and then the team of six of you are in charge of about 30 basic cadets. So those are the people, the incoming freshmen. And uh, my experience as I was also a flight commander this this past year, and um, both the experience are unmeasurable. I think that anyone that comes to school here should do something like that because it really teaches you a lot about leadership and what kind of leader you want to be and what kind of example you're going to set for, like, these incoming freshmen. Because you know it's, it's awesome because you know what they're going through because you just went through it three years ago. So, um, coolest experience ever. I'm so glad I did it. Uh, not gonna lie, I was su- you're super tired all the time because yeah, um, yeah. you're awake more than they are. Just because you have to get up early, you have to talk about them, and it's just a, it's a really good leadership experience. I didn't play as much tennis as I usually do just because <laughs> it's so busy, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so totally worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of tennis, um, I remember you mentioning earlier that it's very busy. You have like two seasons, right? Basically, basically two mm-hmm. seasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have like one in the fall. It's called our individual season, and then mm-hmm. our main season, I would argue, is in the spring. is kind of a team seasons where we play, just like a basketball team would go play, you know, San Diego State. We would play them um, each on our own court, but then we have to add up the points to four. 
anyways, that's that's that that doesn't matter. But um, mm -hmm. yeah. So the time management is definitely uh, one of the biggest um, challenges I think at the academy, especially if you're in a club or on an IC team. IC means we have some lingo that IC means intercollegiate athlete here. Okay. So I'm considered an IC. Um, so time management, like I said, um, throughout the years, like you kind of, and this is like, out of all the lessons I've learned at the academy, it's this one. I'm, at this point in my second semester, first year, I am the most organized person I know when it comes in terms of like writing my stuff down, my calendar. My drawers might not be the nicest, <laughs> according to my roommate, but I am organized in that sense and I get my stuff done and I know, I just kind of stay on task, Jeez. I know how to do it, so. Yeah, mm -hmm. so yeah, I know, um, Interesting. They have two seasons, so you're in your your spring season now, right? And you mm -hmm. guys are you guys are playing. Um, it seems like you broke a lot of headlines and made a lot of headlines last semester, right? <laughs> I heard I heard your name a couple of times. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my captain before me, when I was a freshman, broke the record for most wins on the team, and uh, this past fall, I'm was privileged to do so myself. Okay. And she texted me immediately. It's funny because I look up to I looked up to her so much. Her name's Chloe Forlini. Everyone knows that name. And I was, uh, she texted me right away. She was so happy for me. Then I like texted her back. I was like, it's a product of you, which is true. So mm -hmm. hopefully I'm a product wow. of someone else that beats the record. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So kind of continuing talking about uh, tennis, what does your daily schedule look like, I guess? And how, like, you know, maybe different from a regular cadet with your practices and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I would say it's almost as sim the same as a regular cadet, just with the practice. So I wake up at generally around six and if we have formation or what we call mod morning officer development that's yeah, what it stands that's for, right, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so um i lead morning officer development every wednesday but other than that if we have a formation then i'll have class from about 7 30 to 11 30 and 11 30 we have formation as an entire uh, cadet wing as the whole school then i go to lunch and then usually at that time i'm getting ready for practice i'm heading down just after this i'm actually heading down to practice fun fact but um, yeah, that that's pretty much all the same as a, like a regular cadet. And then the only difference is, is I'm going down to practice. But whereas other cadets are probably, um, a lot of cadets join clubs right. and then there's intramurals, there's uh, club sports. So I yeah. would say it's pretty similar. So as an IC, you've never had afternoon classes? I have never, no. I think maybe, no, no, I've never. Mm. Yeah, this is my first semester. I have to, I have to share this because it was so important to me. Last <laughs> semester I had first and second and sixth and seventh, both days. It was so, so brutal. So you brutal. have the earliest classes yes, and, the and the latest classes. Yeah, yeah, so I had the earliest in the morning, the latest in the afternoon. But this semester, I just have three four and two three four. That's so nice. it's that's not bad. It's yeah. beautiful. It's like the no I, afternoon. Yeah. I know I got the IC schedule. Yeah, they have to be an IC. Mm -hmm. Which, which I, I'd love to explain how the uh, the whole cadet scheduling works, but that's a whole beast in yeah. itself. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's just say I got very lucky, <laughs> and I'm very happy about it. Yeah, I've talked to my friends when I go back home, and then they talk to me about their classes and scheduling. They're they don't understand the concept of not being able to schedule their own classes. Because at a regular university, you go and you pick your classes, you try to pick the best times, and pick Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and have Friday off. Whereas it's us, it's we're on a block schedule, you have these classes on these days, and um, they kind of try to align your schedule with your major as well as your activities. Um, I, I think I, now that I'm up to this point, I used to be jealous of my like friends from back home. But now I'm so regimented and I'm on this schedule that um, I kind of appreciate they made yeah. it for us yes. in a sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are what are the pros and cons of being an IC athlete then? 
Pros, um, I love my team. I just love being on a team. That's just kind of what I, I thrive and I live for. Um, and I love tennis, obviously. So I'm getting to do what I love as well as getting an education out of it. So that's like the biggest pro. Um, there's a lot of little pros, but probably the biggest con is what we just talked about, time management. Usually I'm getting, I'm rolling back to my room around um, after dinner around 7 or 6.30 to 7, that time frame. And I'm um, showering and then I'm, I'm really procrastinating, trying to get to do my homework, but I'm just kind of tired from the day because I've been up since 6. Right. Um, that's probably like the biggest con. But even then, like I said, I'm a second semester senior that is, I've just been used to it and I'm kind of been on this regimen schedule that I haven't been able to break out of. Therefore, it's just kind of taught me how to time manage. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So speaking of academics, what major are you? I'm systems engineering with a uh, focus in human factors. Okay. Mm-hmm. So kind of explain what, because I didn't know what systems engineering was before I came to the academy or I know human, did I. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> human factors seems to be a really um, popular focus in, yeah, in that major. Sure. You just want to go a little bit into that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'll go back to why I chose it. No idea what it even meant. Uh, systems engineering. Had an engineering in it. My brother was kind of pressuring me to do engineering because he was the mechanical engineer. The guy was really smart. It was dumb. Yeah, I bet. Um, he was really talented. <laughs> was so a dumb lot of how things. smart he was. Yeah, so <laughs> dumb. Um, so his roommate and best friend was a systems engineer, human factors. He kind of told me about it. It seemed interesting. Come to think of it, I don't even remember that conversation. Uh, I just remember going in, declaring, and then... As I've been in the major, I understand more of what's about. So systems engineering is a more, uh, it's a very broad, um, a broad use of engineering. So you have your mechanicals and your in- electricals that are very specific and where the more project management, administrative, um, and like systematic process um, version to all of engineering. And human factors is where we focus on the human, like the human-centered design rather than like electrical center design, if that makes sense. Sorry, I'm using a yeah. lot of systems yeah. engineering buzzwords right now. So, uh, for example, we are working like we're working on a project where um, we're working on automation. How we trust, how we as humans trust automation in like the cockpit of an airplane, or how the ergonomics of an airplane can hurt, make or break a pilot, stuff of that nature. So that's kind of the the explanation I try to give people because it's a lot harder than explaining you know, electrical or mechanical or industrial or civil. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do in the Air Force then? So I'm actually going into, I just got my job. Um, um, I'm going as a 13S, which is space operations. And, um, and anyone listening to this knows that we just, unless you're living in another Iraq, we have a new branch of the military it's called the Space Force. So don't know yet, but it looks like I'm going in the Space Force, not even going to be in the Air Force. <laughs> Which is crazy because I wouldn't even imagine this as a senior in high school. Like, no, there's not such. There's if you would have told me this like four years ago, I'd be like, you're dumb. There's not going to be space <laughs> yeah, force. And, and now you're commissioning as one of the one of the first officers. Exactly, in the space which force. is going to be super cool. Um, so when I'm going to commission in May, probably. Well, not probably. They told us we are going to commission in the space force. Is that what that meeting was about? Um, it was. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's, it's like it's kind of up in the air, but yeah, I hear it from like reliable sources. So okay. Okay. That's, I mean, that's, that's crazy. Like we just made the space force and you're going to be one of the first, you know, officers to be commissioned Pioneering into it. it. Yeah. <laughs> really the, really the pioneer of the space force right here. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of cool. When I, um, when I dropped the job and it was actually like within the same week they made the air force, the space force, sorry. And me and like my other really good friend who both got it, we were like, 
So what are we, spacemen now? Spacemen, <laughs> what are they going to call us? Astronaut first class. Yeah, astronaut I think technically uh, you're space cadets right now. Space cadets, yeah. No, I've, I get a lot of jokes about that. <laughs> not the first one. You're like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my family's going off on the jokes, so... <laughs> So, TJ, do you mind if we go back to talking about tennis for just a second? Absolutely. Because I know that, that there's a lot you've done uh, and there's a lot more records that you've broken. Mm. Do you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> um, in terms of uh, records, um, you know, I have a rule with my coach that after my sophomore year, I got, I had a really good, like, just, I came out freshman year really strong. And I think that's attributed to, like, the academy and how, like, um, just kind of structured made me. I wasn't really partying or doing what normal college students do. I was uh, very focused. So I, I spent a lot of my time focused on tennis. So I had a really good freshman year. And then the beginning of my sophomore year, I kind of was in a slump uh, mentally in this game. Because if you talk to any tennis player, it's, it, it, start, it stops becoming about skill and more about like mental perseverance. Um, and I just kind of was falling off the charts. And that's because like I was like, I need to live up to my records and all this, my stats and stuff. So um, me and my coach decided like, we're not talking stats anymore. We're not talking records. Um, she usually tell me at the end of the year what I've accomplished that year to try to make me like feel good about it. Um, so uh, that's kind of where I'm at that, each year. That's really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like to just um, I like to just go on on the court and not think about just me as a tennis player and like what I'm actually like why I'm actually there and trying to enjoy the game, especially these last two months because uh, I feel like this season even I put a lot of pressure on myself because I'm like. My time's running out rather than thinking, hey, this is my time. And, uh, you know, records and numbers kind of mess with my head. So if you're just playing for the people next to you and for your coach rather than just for your, like, number, that's, that's the way I see it. So. I really like that. You're, <laughs> out, you're out there for yourself. Yeah. And it's, I think it's very admirable. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, TJ, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank we loved you. having you. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was really, really a pleasure. So thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. All right, if you like the show, make sure to check out our other episodes of the podcast at the Blue Zoo and check out KAFA 97.7 The Academy, the official radio station of your United States Air Force Academy. We're just two cadets living life at a different altitude. Some people have asked me, do you think winningest is a word? I don't think it is. I've just seen it used in sports no, see, terms, like sports every, lingo. See, I don't I've, think it's actually a word. I've seen it in articles and stuff. And the like, most like, winningest. The, the winningest. I'm, I, well, I feel like saying winningest is like, uh, is like.